0: Flickr cast
1: The podcast for the Flicker community. I'm Brian Campbell and I'm Jason Matthews. And this is episode number 6. By the way, um this episode is 1 day late, so sorry about that. Sorry. Yep. But uh a lot of podcasts do that, so.
0: Yeah, and um I just wanted to note that uh f- we'll try not to do this again unless it's some kind of emergency, but um we are planning on taking the week off around Christmas or um just putting out a short show.
1: Right. So um if there are any minor topics you want us to cover, send us an email and a good uh, maybe we'll to release it. A, yeah, a real small episode for uh Christmas time.
0: Right. And a uh, quick hello to everyone who heard us on either the MacCast or maybe you heard us on Don and Drew. Brian recorded the promos for that because I suck at it.
1: Oh well, that's right. Um in fact
0: That's right, I do Sometime suck.
1: next year, sometime next year uh i hope to be a mac owner myself but uh we'll see
0: you want a quick impression of what it would have sounded like if i did the promos it would have been <laughs> like okay hi um don and drew you guys are like the coolest you're you're the bets i mean you're the best um so <laughs> listen to my podcast and uh bye click yeah, And I would have totally forgotten to say who we are or anything like that. That's right,
1: so no man, website. I'm a, I'm a spaz no when I have
0: to leave voicemail.
1: No anything. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I actually had some legi- legitimate questions and, uh, and comments for their show, so I just thought I would throw the website in there. But, uh, man, hopefully this mic isn't picking anything up, but it's just, like really windy outside. It's all cloudy out and uh, cold. It's finally starting to seem like winter right yeah. here, so...
0: God, that shit's definitely upon us now. Yep. Oops, and, I cursed.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah, oh no. But, uh... <laughs> but that brings us to our first topic, actually. Um, from Flickr Central, we had a question. And, uh, well, not just to us, but, uh, someone brought it up. And they said, it's bleak outside, so, um, what do you shoot now?
0: Right, and, uh... People are kind of split into two camps on that. One side says uh, stay inside, do studio-oriented work where you can control the lighting, and the other side says get outside and shoot what's in front of you and make the best you can of the bleakness out there. Um,
1: Yeah, so what side are you on, Jason? Well,
0: I can empathize with the first uh, group. but
1: With the shooting inside?
0: Yeah, I can empathize with that, and I, I know why you might choose to do that. But for myself, um, even though I don't like being outside in the cold, I tend to prefer being in the latter camp. For right. some reason, uh. winter is the time of year when I get the crazy urge to like go outside in the middle of the night and <laughs> drive around looking for night shots.
1: And freeze your butt off. You know, it would be easier trying. at some
0: other time of the year, but no, not for me. i got to do it in winter.
1: Yeah, that's right. It's, it's more of a challenge, isn't it?
0: I don't know. It <laughs> just just seems to be when like, I get interested in. it. Anyway, I really yeah. do like um bleak photos, I guess you call it, or dreary photos even though they it's a uh, a challenging genre to shoot. Yeah, well, anywhere. Um Yeah. It's it is a kind of a challenging thing to shoot and uh not always uh easy to get a beautiful picture that way. But sometimes <laughs> yeah. that's not what you want. Anyway, so...
1: A beautiful picture. That's kind of a funny way to put it, because I was going to say, um, for those dreary, bleak pictures, um, when you post these on Flickr, most likely they're not going to be uh, very high for, you know, the interestingness. Right. and And um, a lot of people out there just don't like looking at that stuff, but right. a lot of people it's, like myself do. It's not do. as
0: easy to digest.
1: Um, right. But you just... You have to look for... Um, you know its own qualities you can't compare it to you know blue sky and you know sunny and you know ber- you know crystal clear streams right. and all that stuff so you got to judge it for what it is
0: yeah and uh i would like to say that when you're in under these conditions um there's a few caveats you have to watch out for when you're shooting you know typically the sky is going to be overcast so you really have to watch out for your uh, metering Cause otherwise you'll get a sky that's all white and that you know, there's nothing you can do with that. Um, yeah. Also you might have to use like a warming filter or something like that, or, uh, adjust your white balance because everything's going to turn out blue from light scattering off the cloud. Right. Uh, third, it's well, probably pretty cold out, so don't get frostbite.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's right. Be careful out there. And, uh, Some people on Flickr Central had some good suggestions for, um, if you are going to take pictures outside during the bleak, you know, the bleak cold weather Mm -hmm. or whatever, um, and one that I agree with 100% is to switch to black and whites.
0: That can work, yeah.
1: If you... Then you then you
0: remove the, all the considerations about, um, you know, color and things like that that I just mentioned.
1: That's right. And, uh... I'm a fan of black and white myself, so this will just give you uh, another excuse to actually, you know, either shoot in black and white or convert it, um, you know, via post-processing after the fact, so. And, uh, like you said, the other side says, uh, shoot stuff indoors, which I also agree with. I say do both. Um, you could control the lighting, of course, and, uh... What I noticed, the the best stuff for indoors is usually clean, clean shots. Kind of right. like, uh, you know, if you're going to take a picture of an oven, make sure there's not crud on it. <laughs> or <laughs> if well, you to take a picture of a lamp... Make I think sure it's more
0: appropriate to say that because you have control over the lighting in that situation, and really you have control over every element of the shot, you might as well take advantage of it. And... uh you so know, you if you're going to shoot inside, don't shoot as if you're shooting outside.
1: Right. You you could control pretty much everything. So yeah, especially take if it's so your own uh, home.
0: take that opportunity to let your perfectionism run wild and yeah. um, configure it all how you want.
1: Yeah. You could take some. Uh, I know you're not a fan of of macro, but you could take some nice macro shots mm-hmm. of uh, you know some smaller things you may own or. No, it's uh, not that I'm not a fan of house. it,
0: but. It's not that I'm not a fan. It's just I kind of look at it the way I look at extreme telephoto. I think it, right. it takes too much out of the image, so it's it's you get your subject, but not a lot of context. Yeah, yeah.
1: And for my camera, it has a pretty mediocre um, macro mode because of its you know the the lens, but uh, you know it it just depends if you like macro or not, and if your uh, camera's capable.
0: Now, one thing I like, <laughs> if, you're, if you're going to shoot outside, remember we were looking at that book earlier today by Sam Abel, mm-hmm. and uh, listeners, I will put a link to both the book and a site with uh, some video interviews with this man. He is my favorite photographer. He worked for National Geographic for something like 30 years. But anyway, you Very can check cool. those out from the show notes. Uh, one thing I noticed in there is that a lot of his that were taken in, uh, I would say, more forbidding conditions. Mm-hmm. Um, he just makes the best of it. He uh, frequently will shoot high ISO or ISO, um, right? And will I mean is not afraid to have muted colors or a softer focus, right. more noise, things like that. And I think it really works to portray the the reality of the environment.
1: Right, and that's that's another good tip: is not to be afraid.
0: Right, uh, don't worry if it's not perfect, because you're you're dealing with less than photographically ideal conditions, and you're not going to come away with some bright Technicolor landscape or whatever. You know, it's going to look a little grungy and grimy. Right, and it should. and uh, I mean, That's the nature of of uh, the time of year if you happen to live in the part of the world like we do.
1: Yeah, and most parts of the world really um of course you may have some additions to your environment that we don't have like mountains and um and you know desert savanna, whatever
0: and if you happen to be living in australia it's summer right now i think yeah
1: so you could you know be shooting pictures of the wallabies and and whatnot but uh (laughs) oh you you mentioned uh, don't worry about being perfect um and in that book you showed me today, a lot of his pictures are um crooked in fact, and he didn't bother to or just
0: yeah minor errors, things right. like that because he's it, working with film he just uh and that that could be a whole other discussion I think really um there it's well I don't want to get into it right now, but I was just going to say it's uh a double edged sword sometimes with digital in that you can shoot so many shots that you can shoot until you get it perfect, and sometimes the imperfections might uh Make the photo more engaging.
1: Right. And, uh, which goes back to, I don't know if it was the last episode or the episode before that, where I said, um, you know, if you have photographic block, then take as many pictures as possible. Well, someone in the, uh, FlickrCast group kind of disagreed with me there, and I don't blame him on that. Um, I'm not sure, but I think they were a film user, so they kind of looked down upon that, so
0: right um i think if you're using film you're just more maybe more inclined to let the small problems go since it may be difficult or impossible to go uh correct them or reshoot them
1: right i think they're more willing to take their time and get a better shot to begin with and
0: that doesn't necessarily then. relate to bleakness but um right really any photo uh, it can be right. more interesting if you screw up once in a while yeah
1: Sometimes it can a mess up can be artistic, and you can just leave it. Or you can call it artistic and hope that people
0: believe you. Yeah, that's right.
1: If you go to a lot of art galleries out there, then uh, sometimes I think that's what they do. So
0: yeah, totally. It's all blurry, uh, blurry, unfocused stuff. Yeah. <laughs> no, no yes, not all of it. Done, I know.
1: Uh, yeah, you're just kidding. Yeah, this was done uh, intentional, not.
0: <laughs> yep. But, and the, uh, the book that we're talking about is uh, Seeing Gardens by Sam Abel. And again, I'll link to that in the show notes.
1: Right. what you pay for that? About $15? or? Uh,
0: I don't remember what it was now. It's been a mm-hmm. while. It may or may not still be in print. Yeah.
1: And he has a few others that are definitely not in print anymore, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, very cool from what I saw.
0: Oh, yeah. It still is in print. It's like 16 bucks. Anyway. Yeah. Link in the show notes. Okay. Well, um,
1: you know, Thanksgiving was just a few days ago. Well, it depends when you're listening to this podcast, I guess. But For uh, the Americans. American Thanksgiving yeah. was a few days ago. <laughs> yeah, that's true. A lot of our listeners are all over the world.
0: We're worldwide now.
1: That's right. And, uh, so Thanksgiving or not, um, in America we have what's called Black Friday. And basically it's, uh, retail stores drastically mark down what they can and, um, even lose money on products just to get people to come in you know it's 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 that whole shopping for Christmas thing and what you had to look forward it's a scam if you yeah, if you if you shop on Black Friday you get to stand in long lines um, even in the smaller cities you have to wait in traffic for a long time and
0: get into fist fights get trampled
1: oh yeah people get robbed depending on what they get and uh, it's cold out so um, if you're like me and and avoid Black Friday, even if it's uh, against your better judgment or not, um, uh, sometimes you can walk get, out the front door. Yeah, sometimes you could get really good deals on digital cameras, but um, I have a solution for all of you who are like me, who want no part of Black Friday. And there are two websites I found. The first one is SlickDeals.net. And the second one is gotapex.com, and we'll have both of these in the show notes, by the way. But uh, what these sites are, are uh, what you call deal sites, and they contain coupon codes. And these coupon codes, basically, you uh, copy them or write them down, and then you visit the uh, online retailer, and you put in the code and you get maybe 15% off or, um, you know, $15 off every 100 dollars and things like that well they keep track of the best deals out there and a lot of times you find computer monitors and dvd players and all that stuff but often they have uh, digital cameras now um one i saw a few weeks ago was um uh, the casio Exilim, and it's the ex s500 which is the one i have now I paid uh, 349 plus tax when I bought it. I originally got it from Circuit City, actually. And um, the deal a few weeks ago had it for 236 And this was off, I think, GotApex.com. And what it had was a coupon code. And um, also when you went to the site, you know, you most of these sites you don't pay for uh, uh, shipping. You know, often the shipping is free or um, they don't charge you tax because um, not all online retailers are required to pay tax, which is which is good, especially if you're you know spending two, three, four hundred dollars and up. So I was a little um, a little disappointed that you know I didn't save a hundred dollars just by watching these websites. Um, recently, Slickdeals.net has a good deal on a seven point one megapixel Canon, and it's the SD five hundred by the way um 7.1 megapixel is the highest megapixel we would go for that size sensor cuz uh oh yeah you know, like we, we discussed said in that a, previous one a few episodes and ago so that in the the Sony 7 megapixel for i guess you would call the the pocketable cameras um or the ultra portables you know do not go over 7 megapixels but anyways they have a um Canon SD500 for $300 shipped and um the, you know the the, sh- the shipping is free that's what that means and i don't think there's any tax so you know most of the <laughs> times you could save 50 to 100 dollars on these smaller cameras and um of course if you're getting a digital slr um you know like a like a like the one you have jason
0: right i already got a you good could deal save, on that one
1: yeah you got a good deal but um, that's you a could save.
0: an odd story
1: and yeah, you could save a we lot more money we may save that for another time going online then you mm-hmm. would going to Best Buy oh, in City yeah. not to put those stores down but um, right
0: um, I got my 20D at Best Buy but that's part of the unusual circumstances of it um, right I would say my two uh, well my one favorite site for equipment is bhphotovideo.com uh, that's BNH photo video in New York
1: right there's also
0: Adorama.com.
1: Right. And, you know, sites like that, you could usually find good deals. But SlickDeals.net and God apex they keep track of what they think are the best deals. And, you know, they're just random. If you see um, a camera or some other product that, you know, expired two days ago, don't worry about it. Just wait. These deals are going on all the time. Um, you know, every two weeks you'll find... Call now. Operators
0: are standing by.
1: <laughs> that's right. Yeah, it's like these guys are advertisers for us or something. No, no, they're not. But uh, um, Dell actually has some of the best deals on cameras. So if you want a um, a 20D, a Canon 20D, look at Dell. And uh, Guide Apex has a lot of Dell deals on there. So uh, when you have the time, just check those sites out and uh, save yourself some money. Christmas is coming up, so maybe you want to buy a digital camera for somebody that uh, you know, wants to learn or, or or likes photography so
0: Dude, you're getting a Dell Yeah, uh, it'd be Dude,
1: you're buying a or Dude, you're getting a, a Canon from Dell
0: <laughs> Dude, you're getting a Dell <laughs> Okay, so moving on um <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I cut some of I don't that have out a smooth segue from that goofishness. Yeah, cut, um,
1: cut some of that out towards the end. Okay.
0: I refuse to cut that out. That is no. humorous. That no, is not <laughs> it's, it sucks. No, seriously, dude. Okay, fine. So, moving on, um the next was uh from a comment. I believe it was on the uh flickercast.com page. Um Oh, well, I don't have it in front of me right now. But uh, it was suggested that uh, a nice feature to have in Flickr might be the ability to search for one or two tags and also exclude a third tag or a fourth tag, Uh, basically performing Boolean operations on your tag search, like and, not, or, things like that. Um, That's right. I think it's a good idea. Uh, And really, uh, in a larger way, the entire tag search is kind of... uh, Counterintuitive. I mean, when you're on a you, when you're on a particular photo page and you want to add a tag, if you type two words separated by spaces, so, separated by a space, and not in quotes, that adds two separate tags. But when you go to search for a tag uh, and you put in two words the same way, not in quotes, it joins those together into one tag. So right. it just it works. Backwards from what you might want, and uh, makes the tag search a bit less effective
1: right so i, I definitely they...
0: I definitely uh, support that being able to exclude um, and I right. don't if I check the advanced search it may or may not uh, yeah it's not in the advanced search even
1: yeah what they need to do is adopt um, you know a search syntax more like uh, Yahoo and Google do we could put you know uh, For example, German, cars, not Volkswagen. So then you might find uh, tags with, with German or Germany and then cars, but nothing that lists Volkswagen, so you shouldn't have any Volkswagen cars pop up. Or another example, you could put in football, not Rams. So, you know, maybe you'll get pictures of football, footballs or football teams, but none of the tags will have the word Ram or Rams in it.
0: Right, and it just—I know for myself—if um, I just want to browse random things, I don't always go immediately to the tag search. Uh, tag search is if I'm looking for something specific, and right. the fact that it doesn't function the way I'm expecting it to hinders that search when I'm looking for something specific. Um, but uh, when I am, uh, when I just want to browse random things and find new photos I might not have seen before. I like right. the various, uh, I don't know, should we call them toys? Like the things we've been talking about for a couple episodes, like the color picker and um, right. uh, mapper, things like that. And uh, this one was actually brought to our attention by uh, listener Alan Hsu? Uh I'm probably mispronouncing your name. Uh, if so, I'm sorry. Yeah, um, sorry about that. Anyway, he suggests uh, an application that was written by a Yahoo employee, called uh flicker Fo- blah Flickr floater so say that time. three times
1: floater um, is uh missing the e as well so of course how about that
0: and i like the uh <laughs> <laughs> the url for that is us. so anyway it kind of reminds <laughs> yeah, me of uh, uh, yep the
1: joke is they're a flicker empl- or a yahoo employee get it yep.
0: yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> That was obvious to everyone. She's actually on the Flickr team. I think she's an employee she's a, in another she's a, segment of a
1: Yahoo. Ya, she's a Yahoo employee cuz she hmm. makes a joke that this is part of her 20% project and she does puts Yahoo that in quotation. Do 20% projects? No, Google I thought does. That was but, a Google thing. But Google's in competition with Yahoo so it's kind of a joke too. So anyways, uh-huh. go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah,
0: what it reminds me of is uh the old if you're old like me and you remember the after dark screensavers for like Windows 3.1
1: was the flying toasters,
0: flying toasters, bouncing cows, things like that. Oh yeah. Uh so basically you put in a tag here and uh you get um you get your choice of how many to have on the screen at one time and uh how it sorts the tags that you put in.
1: I'm going to type in yeti just for fun.
0: All right, you can do that. And then once you click on the fetch photos button, it just bounces around all these little they're the uh, square thumbnail size. So it just right. bounces them all. <laughs> what the hell is this? I don't oh, know. Man. Maybe you're seeing so, the same one I'm seeing. Some dude, like, holding a dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't have to anyway, that they, one up, all, these, all these little thumbnails just bounce around the screen. And uh, you can click on any of them to uh, bring up the photo page in a new tab or new window if you're using IE.
1: Right. And they kind uh, of or I think and you can also. The...
0: I think you can also double-click on... The thumbnail to close it, uh, but that doesn't seem to work very very well.
1: Uh, no, I just tried it on a a bicycle yeah. called a, a Yeti ASR or whatever the heck that is, but right. uh, uh
0: <laughs> but that's it says so in the uh, the little fact page that uh it, that doesn't always work correctly.
1: Yeah, little and ye-
0: periodically, if you let it go for a while, you'll start seeing new images float in. And you never quite notice when they appear, but because they appear off-screen and then gradually float in. Yeah, and um, they'll
1: they'll float out too, and I I guess it's random or.
0: Yeah, it's just it's just randomly picked, and they sort by uh, date posted, or I think is the default for sorting those.
1: Yeah, you could choose how you want them to. Uh,
0: There's a lot of cat pictures you know, in here.
1: To float out a lot of cat and dog pictures. Uh, the one we saw is called Little. It must Ye- be a
0: common name for cat or dog. <laughs>
1: So that's kind of fun to play with. God, it's almost
0: like a fish tank. You just sit there and watch it.
1: Yeah, I'd, I have an LCD monitor, so I don't need a screensaver. But uh, man, that's a fat I, dog. I'd <laughs> like to type something in and maybe you know maximize Firefox and uh, just let it float around. Right. Yeah, if I thought of some you know more interesting uh, thing to search for. Yet yeah, he's not bad
0: though. <laughs> <laughs> God, some of these are hilarious. I'm gonna to have to put these in the show notes. Yeah, I'm just mm-hmm. clicking on ones that I randomly find. So, right.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a toy. So, I, I like but covering these one. toys.
0: And a nice way to bounce around randomly.
1: Yeah, but uh, definitely check that out. And uh, by the way, we had uh, someone. We we've had a lot of uh, participation in the the Flickercast group. Yeah, which is thanks also for linked that. off I r- our I really page. enjoy that. Yeah. And uh it's been uh 99% positive, I'd say. And uh we have a new listener, uh 72 which he actually heard us on the Mattcast podcast. So, welcome. And uh he posted an interesting thread on um uh, on our group, the FlickrCast group, and it says, "Good day, and it says uh introductions in uh um what are those parentheses no they're not parentheses but they're brackets yes. yeah he, they're he the
0: the <laughs> funny brackets
1: yeah so basically he um, put this here so that you know anyone that's part of the group can introduce themselves maybe um say where you're from if you're you know a pro photographer or not you know how old you are if you want to if you're married you don't you know you don't have to put this stuff but you could just put whatever you want and uh, he has a yeah, link we just to, want to his side about him so
0: all we want to know is everything about you <laughs> yeah just everything you know just for our personal dossiers yeah you know so uh, just you know if you want to
1: uh, maybe reply to his uh, his thread there I did and uh, just tell us a little bit about yourself so we have an idea of who I would and,
0: respond but I've got to keep the mystique alive
1: that's right, you're Mr. Uh, Mysterious over there. Yep. <laughs> but uh, for uh, more links, such as um, everything you've heard today, check out our website at flickercast.com. Or yeah, you can email uh, wait, us. Wait,
0: Before we go, I want to rehash, and just for a second, uh, you know, we were just talking about the Yeti tag. There's actually a Yeti, Abominable Snowman, and Bigfoot pool. Uh, is there really? yeah. Wow. <laughs> you know how it goes in the show notes, but I don't know. People these they, days, they'll make a group about anything.
1: I'll have to check out the pictures in there, I'm sure.
0: There's know. a lot of, you know the the Abominable Snowman from the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? Right. That's their pictures? group icon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I didn't know if, you know, they're just, they're going to have pictures of, you know, Harry and the Hendersons or
0: There might um, be in here
1: Drawings and <laughs> you No know, there's Dudes a lot of stuff
0: from like From like uh Dudes
1: with hairy backs or something I don't know Oh god no <laughs> That'd be sick Yep
0: so anyway uh, Flickercast.com email us yada yada
1: Yeah our our, um, our email is not Flickercast.com but our email address is Flickercast at gmail.com And uh you visit our website please uh, leave some comments and any suggestions you have um, this episode and the last one have been just kind of for fun you know we just cover the less I serious like the stuff I like tone better and, uh,
0: it's a lot easier to record that way when we
1: right. when we're just more we'll,
0: goofing around
1: that's right we'll have more new stuff coming out we promise but uh, and if you enjoy the uh, Flickrcast consider voting for us on Podcast Alley we have a link uh, on our website for that and uh, that about does it for this week.
0: No, it doesn't. We it have doesn't? Yet to pay homage to Adam Curry. Oh. Remember, do you remember the consequences if we forget to do this? Our music this week came from Green Dome Sheck again. The song's called Alone. And you can find that at the Podsafe Music Network at music.podshow.com.
1: Yeah, these there, guys are, I uh, think we're cool. Getting some major plebisc... Pleb- Publicity from us, aren't they?
0: <laughs>
1: we better go before I uh can no longer talk.
0: Before you trip over your words again.
1: Yes, before Don't worry, my we're all doing tongue it. has become permanently twisted.
0: <laughs> all the cool kids are doing it these days.
1: Yep. Go out there and take some pictures. We'll see you later. I'm Brian Campbell.
0: I'm Jason Matthews. Bye. Bye.
1: Yeah, that was uh, interesting to say the least, wasn't it?
0: That was <laughs> a fun one. I am too smart. I am too smart. S-M-R-T. I mean S M A R R T.